do 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 switch mania playcast welcome to episode 34 of the switch mania playcast a robot this so scraping the bottle the barrel nah, i really am yeah <laughs> <laughs> with with the uh, with with the title or the game choice? Which, which your... <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably both. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, uh, as we alluded to, the game of the episode is Gigantic Army, um, and we will get to it after a little bit of house keeping, house cleaning, house cleaning, keeping. Oh boy, we're in for an episode. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun one um yeah so as always the um switch collector is up for pre-order uh should be it's in editing now so it's it's done and in editing so it's gonna be fun if i could ever find my uh manuals that i printed through the move jp <laughs> it'd be great because <laughs> i got all the other pieces now <laughs> Nice. I don't know. Yeah, if you... we're getting we're getting very close to release. Yeah, and if you if you had listened uh, to last week's episode, you would have noticed with uh, Barry um, that the that we uh, did an opening of the pins live as they delivered it while we were recording. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious. So, um, but anyways, uh, definitely support us on Apple Podcasts if you can leave us a rating. It does help with searchability, so we pop up. I think we're one of the most popular Switch podcasts out there right now, so it pops up pretty soon, so we appreciate all the ratings. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very Thank much, you. everybody. Um, ring, kit, ring Fit account, ring kit, ring fit <laughs> Accountability, I didn't play at all, because I am prepping for the Taji 100 starting tomorrow, which I have to do 100 miles in the oh. month of February. Uh, I'm going to still try to do some, but I just, I've been... Saving some energy is why I'm drinking coffee right now, so I could sleep in tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't play too much of that. Um, what about you guys, uh, Barry? Have you started yet? <laughs> well, I did start. Um, Yay! I did not. I did not get any time this week because we've actually been doing a lot of housework. We we've, we we've been putting a lot of things off uh, just because of everything else going on. But we we kind of made this. Uh, kind of a goal to try and accomplish a little bit every single night uh, and, and one big project every single weekend <laughs> to because you know when you have a lot to do it's just so much and it's like if you break it up it, it becomes a little more manageable mm-hmm. so we've been busting our butts over here and I actually one of one of my projects was actually the Switch games because yeah. I, had a, I had a, my Switch shelf was full and I needed another Switch shelf and so I had piles of games on the floor and I was like, "Oh my god, I need to get these up." So I had to like rearrange things, move things around, and it was—it sounds easy, but it was definitely not. And three hours later, I have all my Switch games up on shelves again. <laughs> Yay! Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, I've been doing the same thing with still unpacking, and my wife's been doing a lot of organizing with my daughter's toys the last few days. So that's been mm-hmm. fun. And I should be, um, as of, you know, from episode 33, we were talking about collections. I should be posting my first batch of games that I'll be selling. Um, a lot of them are doubles. Like, I have some Switch games on there mm-hmm. in this first batch and limited run stuff. Um, but nice. I'm gonna, my goal is to go through um, one box and 
get it up online so people can look at it. And it's going to be in Facebook groups. Like, that's the way mm-hmm. I want to do it. Um, might have to convince JP to post them on his Twitter since they sell it in seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved on to strategy guides last night. Informally, I saw I, hidden gaming yeah, gems was, in there, JP. I got tagged no, up. <laughs> that, that was not for sale. It was just part of the shelf. Although I do have like eight copies of your book still. And you know what? You want to sell them for a discount, we can move them. <laughs> yeah, discount of I, $40, everyone. Can, <laughs> yeah, like I literally could ship a book out for about four bucks media mail. Yeah, tell so, people that it's for sale for $40, and they can absolutely buy it. <laughs> for sure. But uh, no, it was fine, though, because I, I posted just a, you know, I did my little teaser tweet. I was like, oh, anybody still, you know, collecting guides? And, like, instantly I had about, like, 10 people in my DM going, like, hey, JP, I saw you posted. Are, are any of those for sale? And I was like, maybe. And then by the end of the night, I think I sold, like, 15 guides already. Um, and that hasn't even, and that was just from people like zooming in and, and just looking and seeing what they have. And now this weekend, my goal is to really take out the few that I want to keep and then show good pictures of all the ones that are for sale and then just clear them out as fast as I can. I'm in like selling mode right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat as we kind of talked about last week with collection paring down is like, I have a lot in my garage. So if I can't like display it and I didn't display it in my last house. I kind of don't want it just sitting in the garage, especially yep. in humid Georgia. So um, I'm going to start paring some stuff down. And anything that's sentimental, I'm not getting rid of. But everything mm-hmm. else, like anything yeah, that's exactly. a personal collection. See, you're lucky, though, because your collections are smaller. Like, we, we, we're, we're, we're at this point in, in our collection here that not only was I running out of space, but my, my father actually came up with this, an idea of rolling bookshelves. So in one mm-hmm. of our rooms, we actually have bookshelves in front of bookshelves, and you can roll them <laughs> to side to side to get to the games behind it. You know, we have sickness. like a, a wheel sickness on. Oh, wheel sickness! Listen to me, wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and and like like a hook system. Freudian so slip. Fall. Well, no, it's because he said it, and it just kind of. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, collecting is a sickness, and and gaming is a mental disorder, so we're all diagnosed with it. <laughs> Welcome to the playcast. Oh the my switch God. sickness playcast. Welcome. So some, sometimes you got to do things to to uh, make things work. You have to think yeah, outside true. the box. So, yeah. you know, you're you're lucky in that sense. You you have less to mm. deal with. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, I'm not getting rid of anything aftermarket. That's for damn sure, because I love all my, my newer release stuff, especially since I know most of the people that have released this stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting rid of any of that. That's, that's all personal stuff. But like, a lot of my offbeat games, I'm going to mm-hmm. be listening up, and there's some really, really good titles in there. Like, I have some crazy stuff. So, um, before I get too sidetracked, JP, did you play Ring Fit? <laughs> I have not played for two weeks. Oh my god, we're all terrible this week. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I've had a busy, busy two weeks, and like every night, it's funny because when we first, when you first start the game, it asks if you want to set um, an alarm reminder. Yeah. So every night at like seven forty-five, eight forty-five, I hear it go off every single night, and I'm like, guilty. You don't you. have to remind me I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Damn guilty. you, switch. I will. I will no, tell my, you. Um, my goal is Sunday to start again. I will tell you one of my catalysts though is that um, I've been I, I've been going into work and I've been carrying thirty pounds on my back with a with a plate so like a go ruck plate just to train up so that when my feet are ready for this madness I'm about to do and mm-hmm. taking off my backpack my thumb completely went backward 
on my right hand. Ooh. So that happened like three days ago, um, and I couldn't move my thumb. And it ha- of course, it's my right hand, so I couldn't do any inking on any of my wooden book covers I need to get inking done for. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I didn't put any tape on it. It feels better because I've been like putting athletic tape to keep it stabilized. It feels better today. It doesn't hurt to grip things anymore. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, like, it's getting there, but that's also, I was thinking, I was like, man, doing that ring, it's not going to be a, a good thing with that thumb, I don't want to injure it, but right now I can grab a cup without it being in extreme pain, so that's good. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, so I was like, man, this is a, another reason not to do any ring fit and slack for a while, it's great, we're all yeah. we're all horrible fitness gurus. <laughs> no, no, we're going to, I'm going to get, I, I'm, I'm going to keep going with it. Next week, when we do this again, I will have an update. <laughs> Or I just won't be available. It's gonna be one of the two. <laughs> a little bit of both. It's, it's it's like you know when you're a kid and you got you're in school and you have a test or, or you have homework and you didn't do it. Mom, I'm feeling sick today. I'd be like, oh, I didn't play the game and I I'm not gonna have time to do the playcast. You two just do it. <laughs> yeah. AKA I didn't do any ring fit and I don't want to be be blasted. Really guilted. <laughs> No, I mean, we may just uh, forego the ring fit until no, one of no, us no, brings no, it up no, no, when, no. when it comes to their section. No, I need you to keep talking about it because that's how I'm going to keep playing it. We're not giving up. It's only it's not even February yet. It's, the, it's the, like the third week of accountability. We're already giving up. <laughs> I, like how, I like how you say keep talking about it because it's helping me. But I haven't played in two weeks. It's like we're doing a good job. That's uh, it. Goodbye, everybody. It was great for the show. I'm going to go exercise now. Go do your ring fit, boy. <laughs> I've, I've replaced my Victory. ring fit with my mental training for my daily uh, brain training. Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> I was actually doing that right as I called you guys today for the, the cast. Nice. So. <laughs> and I messed up because they put a 1 and an 8 together, and I thought it was 18 for the higher number. <laughs> Fail life. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um... So have we? Um, I don't know. Did we do a poll based on the last week or anything? Um, not for this week's game, but the last week for any, like feedback for the, no. the previous. I don't think so. So I yeah, did. I and I I didn't notice any kind of crazy feedback except for just people were were liking the the playcast. I mean, we do see that quite a few, and we we thank you for all the listeners who have been tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, what was there was one for sure that they were talking about. Um some of the collecting things that uh, Barry and I were talking about and they were uh, relating with us when it comes to like paring down the collection. Those are mm-hmm. I got a couple DMs is that, is that what JP the cool kids call it. Um, That's right. DMs about that. It was pretty cool. It's um, hip to DM. Hip. <laughs> you know those, those are my favorite DMs is, is when it's people who've listened to the playcast yeah. and who are just like hey I've been listening and I just want to you know, let you know I like it and all that and just, just getting to talk to to the listeners to me is just it's so important and it's just so special. <laughs> well, it means a lot because you know whether our episode is an hour and a half or three hours, people are taking the time out of their day, um, or or incorporating it into their day to listen to it, and that means a lot because you know we have fun with it, and I'm glad to hear that people are enjoying it as well. Absolutely, and um. As a little bit of an update, my latest project that um, one of my authors has going on, the Friday 13th Kickstarter, is almost done. It'll be done in like 11 hours, which I don't know why he nice. launched it in the middle of the night. That's going to be pretty hard <laughs> for some, for like, nobody's going to be awake when it ends. But, um, <laughs> however, it, it, it did break over 100 backers, which is amazing. That's awesome. Really awesome. awesome. He, he will I'm only, one of them. 
he only wanted to charge ten dollars, which is it's absolutely a twenty dollar book. But yeah, like, that's a steal. He only charged ten dollars because that's what he wanted to do. Um, I said okay, and then like people were actually <laughs> saying in the comments, "Why didn't you charge twenty dollars?" And then, like, of course they were saying do cheaper shipping because the shipping mm-hmm. is still ridiculous, and the prices went up on shipping. By the way. Um, I saw somebody complaining about limited run games increasing their shipping, and I just responded to it. I'm like, hey, no, the prices just went up by the USPS. Like, we are getting mm-hmm. mauled by the Postal Service. Like, it is nothing with limited run games or myself. It is, they just increased it almost double the costs or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I was shipping something to Canada, and I normally just use USPS. I do first class if mm-hmm. it weighs, you know, less and both people from canada in our facebook group had messaged me after i gave them the shipping cost and they're like uh why is this more than when you sent me a heavier item i said listen this is exactly what it's showing yeah i didn't change anything and then i ended up having to ship in like a bubble mailing i said all right i'm just letting you know how this is going to ship it's not going to be in the box anymore but yeah it's nothing that we can do unfortunately yeah and as like a smaller company for me um i don't have an opportunity to do european distribution mm-hmm. without it costing a lot of money because like if i want to because i've had opportunities but like from companies and other distributors in europe and but it would cost the same amount to mm-hmm. ship them in bulk to them or mm-hmm. split my shipping coming from the plant or something like it's it actually with this increase it might be cheaper now <laughs> um maybe but uh before it was like the same price if I shipped it, sent it to them, and then they'd have to do all the work um, to ship it out too, which made no sense. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm just going to continue to do it myself. Um, but that's one of those things where uh, creators all across the world, including the limited companies that I've talked to, they said it's the hardest thing about releasing physical items is that the people don't realize that we're not like mega corporations, including limited on games. We're not mega mm-hmm. corporations. We're shipping stuff out. Like It costs us a lot of money, and we're not getting a profit margin like walmart is or amazon is so Mm -hmm. yeah and and you got to realize too what if i sell on amazon because i i tried fulfilled by amazon for a little bit with my books Mm -hmm. um it comes out of my side the free shipping like they take it out of your side so you get like pennies for each sale it's crazy (laughs) so yeah yeah so there's my little tangent on shipping, but it, it has went up, and it's not limited run games' fault because that's completely yeah. Switch related. Um, so I saw people complaining about their increased price, mm-hmm. and it's not their fault. Um, so shall we go into the game? Yes, let's do yes. it. Record time under 15 minutes. <laughs> Now the technical difficulties in Gigantic Army. I was able to do that on the fly with the left stick. Like it said yeah. in the instructions, the right the stick right. came, but I never right. used the right. I was using right. the left, but even still, like when I was like, um, like dashing a little bit, like I felt like it wouldn't go up until I stopped. And I don't know if maybe with the dasher wasn't working that well, but a lot of times I just felt like it could have just been a little bit tighter and smoother. Um, with how, like it could have almost been like a twin stick shooter kind of. Um, yeah. But. But, I mean, aside from that, okay, the story, I didn't mind. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought after the third chapter when I won, I was like, oh, am I done with this game already? And then it turns into, like, the Rebellion. I was like, I thought that was an interesting take on it. I, I didn't mind the, sto- like, the story through the journal entries. Um, it, was, it was bare. I mean, there wasn't anything um, 
like too in depth with the game, and I obviously did not need to read it to play the game. Like it didn't like to me, it didn't make a big difference, but it was just a short enough game that it was fun for me, and I felt I was getting better on my second and third try. So that felt good. That I was like, okay, I'm actually dodging the bullets. I I understand the the patterns, but I still couldn't beat the final boss, and it just frustrated me when you lose three lives. And then that's it. You can't even start from the last level again with the three lives. You have to start from the beginning of the game. And that, to me, just puts a damper on things because I'm like, I really don't want to go back again through it because I'm probably still not going to beat it. And then I'm just going to have wasted my time with the other stages. Um, So that part was a turnoff for me. Um, So, yeah, I agree with everybody that I would have liked a few extra conveniences in the game. So, Um, so JP... Barry's yeah. going to be disappointed as well as me, but um, somehow we had a snafu in the recording, so what JP's talking about is that we both did not like the game. It stopped recording right when we started talking about Gigantic Army, so listeners are going to get a nice little me explaining that, and then they'll come into JP talking about the game. It's going to be awesome and sound really oh. professional, as Switch Media lost- Playcast does. <laughs> You lost so, everything you two talked so about? Everything? <laughs> we lost everything. Just like Gigantic <laughs> Army, this game is 30 minutes and trash. Um, we Very lost like, 10 what? minutes wow. of talking. We, we, um, we lost 10 minutes of talking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like okay. at the 15-minute mark, so I've been like right when we started talking about that was like That was like Oscar-worthy performance <laughs> in that minute. Did you not know what that history. happened? <laughs> So did you not see it stop? Oh, I I just looked because I have it off screen, so I don't accidentally click on it. Uh, I, I brought it up, and I'm like, it's not recording. No, oh, good thing I checked. Oh All right, so JP <laughs> thought it was average. Uh, Barry Jeffrey, thought it was garbage fire. I think it's not worth the money. I think it's it's <laughs> back ass words. I think if you if you really hate yourself and want to want to spend 30 minutes that feel like molasses, um, then you, you you can probably find something better to spend it on, but... I, I, did, not, you know. I did not think it was like molasses. I actually oh, liked so that it was short enough because, you know, the second time through, I was like, oh, the levels are only like really like five, six minutes long at that. Short, it just felt like it took forever because it's so slow. So, Barry, when we talk about somebody who's a glass half full, JP is the yeah. glass half full. I, yeah. It was the longest 30 I, minutes of my life. <laughs> it was for me like, too. like pull out my eyeballs. It was so long. And it's because of oh the movement God. speed of the mech. Um, you know, you know what it was when JP said that he ran through his second and third time. <laughs> like I, yeah. I <laughs> wanted to beat this game. I want to beat games, and I, I can't. This is a, this is like a whole new world. I get to the very end. I just I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, that is an ongoing. Um, pattern that we've seen with a lot of games that we've played for the playcast and elsewhere is that the final boss is always in a slog to get through for a lot of games i mean hollow knight did it a whole new world did it um this game is doing it it's it's a a thing going forward um but it does feel satisfying when you beat the final boss um, mm-hmm. So, from my perspective, like I'm a big advocate, as I mentioned when we weren't recording, um, that I love my 8-bit and 16-bit games. It is a you know spiritual successor to the Assault Suit games, which is known as Cybernator on the Super Nintendo. Um, mm-hmm. However, being released in 2010 
with mm-hmm. no notable upgrades to modernize things with nuances, fixed any audio issues, you know, and abruptly ending levels. Um, I feel like this is a poor choice for a physical release because it was mm-hmm. pretty expensive, especially with you variant collectors with three different versions. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like that for the fact that the game is so short. Um, even at 10 bucks on a digital um, online thing, it's not worth it. Um, however, comma, I still think it's a you know call back to the 16-bit assault suit games, which is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's like uh, I've played it for 30 minutes and I don't probably ever plan on playing it again. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to even keep it in my collection at this point. We'll I mean, see. it's a callback. It's just not a very good callback. Yeah, exactly, and it's sad. Um, I mean, what, what worries me as a collector is if this is the first game from Pixel Heart that they're putting out, yeah. this is not a very good game to come out of the door with, and it makes me wonder, the rest of the games that they're bringing out, are they going to be the same quality, or are they well, going to well, be better? Have- you have a shmup collection that people have been talking about positively. Finding Teddy 2 got announced, and I've been hearing good things because I guess Finding Teddy 1 had come on different consoles uh-huh. in the past. I'm not familiar with that series, but people seem to like it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think time will tell, and we'll have to see how their other releases go. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a half glass full. I thought it was a fun game. Yes, $35 is a lot for 30 minutes. You know, you'd, you'd want more out of it and, and replayability because dollar a minute there was, yeah there wasn't any replayability once you i i would imagine once you beat the game there's really no reason to go back because aside from just selecting one of the other um weapons. six special weapons which you can only use once anyway um yeah. you know there wasn't unlockables or anything like that so there, there could have been more done in the game um that would have made it worth uh the money and to go back into it once you finish it but yeah yeah, there's so many omissions even like a power meter like you can get power-ups but just at least i didn't see any place to say where your power was currently at because right. sometimes i noticed it would get like it would go down like my shots would get weaker i'm like wait what happened why did yeah. that happen there's nothing to explain it is there a meter on the, like a time or so many shots i don't know like you like little things too you, if you hold the button down you shoot but it's not as fast as if you tap yeah. the button yeah. um it and you couldn't just, you couldn't replenish your shield i don't believe Shield. We we had a shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you press the A button to put up your shield. Yeah. Oh, I did. I played the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's like, no wonder I couldn't finish the first level. I got to the final boss, <laughs> but, but it's like, wow. Well, I guess I probably would have beat it. I know there was a shield. <laughs> yeah, the final boss, the shield, and all that is is a key. Um, mm-hmm. um, what I would like JP is to. You know, those of you that want to punish yourselves by (laughs) buying a copy, uh, where can they find copies of this since that part wasn't recorded earlier? (laughs) Dumpsterfire.com. Wow, so we lost about the three covers, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can can incorporate that. Okay, so if you do want to buy this game, you have three choices based on your cover preference and region preference, technically. So the first is the North American cover. Uh, That is exclusively sold through vgnysoft.com. It's Video Game New York's publishing line, mm-hmm. and they have uh, a cover with 1,500 copies made of a specific cover. You can also buy the European cover with the PEGI rating. 
that is sold through Pixel Hearts online website. You can also get it on Amazon France, it's the same cover, and there was 3,000 copies made. If you want the Japanese cover, that is sold exclusively through Play Asia, so it has a different pose of the mech on the front and a little bit different image and text positioning on the back. They had 1,500 copies of that. I believe all three sites, it's at the same price of $34.99. Um, I will also- say that VGN Soft are cool people. I, I've chatted with them. Yes. They're really cool. Mm-hmm. I ended up accidentally getting two copies, so I do have a copy, listeners. If you Hit me up oh. if you want to get one. It's a very low number, too. Um, not as low as the one JP did in a giveaway previously. Yes, um, I gave away number one out of 1,500. And my personal copy is number 18. Yeah, so that J- was a complete coincidence. That's so, my favorite number. So JP uh, was kind of um, punishing his fans by giving oh, them a on. copy of Candy Carmi now that we realized that. They're, I think they're, you guys they're... are being too mean. <laughs> no, we're just being honest with our review of the game, and it just didn't hit expectations to the high quality of Switch games that we've played. I mean, in all reality, like we've played amazing games on the Playcast. We played some duds too, um, and I mean, to me, this is worse than Troll and I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said it. That's you can so, quote me on the back of the box when they re-release I, this game again because they're going to mm-hmm. put it out another six thousand copies. But this game is better. Is worse than Troll and I. I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah. At the end of the year, if we do uh, worst. Worst games of the year mm-hmm. um, that we played list. Mm-hmm. I predict this game is going to be on at least two out of three of our lists. Dang. <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean, because the thing is, is I'm going to recommend games that I know I'm going to like that have been on my like backlog. Like, well, okay. no, I'm saying like if we did a worst games list, like well, worst yeah, games we I know. played, <laughs> it's going to be hard because like, yeah, we we wanted to play this one because you know it was like a a cool like limited item that we all kind of got in and we're like hey jp did the thing let's play the game and then it ended up being an underwhelming experience um wait what was this hmm gigantic was this? Oh, <laughs> the game we're talking about jp forgot I, I about the game we were playing already <laughs> see how <laughs> great this game is jp what game is this again <laughs> you started talking about troll and i worst games of the year <laughs> i got lost <laughs> this is the troll and i of year three. Oh. <laughs> I do not. No, um, when Wait, when was, was when twenty nineteen or twenty twenty did this physical come out? Was this count? This came out uh, last. It's still uh, year three year. though. It's year three right yeah, now still. still. Yeah, still okay. year three. Yeah, not calendar year. Yeah, yeah. Year so this is when you see people um complaining about the quality of some of the limited releases. Um, this there are so many games from year one that I wish got a physical release. That haven't overlooked so still. Well. But this game got a release before them, is what I'm yeah. saying. Like I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, there's so many games out there that I would love to have, you know, supported. And we supported this game, and it looks cool. It's right up my alley, pun intended. And it didn't, <laughs> it didn't perform. Um, and and that's my one issue with waiting until it comes out physically. Is like, all right, so I just paid an extra thirty dollars for this game. Actually, what? Twenty four ninety nine more than what mm. it is, and um, underwhelming experience, everybody. But at least, at least, because it's physical. If you don't want to keep it in your collection, you can equate it to a lump of coal come Christmas time and give it to somebody uh, who has been <laughs> naughty and say, "Here's your coal." You know, 
<laughs> Here's your goal. You get you get this game. JP is shaking his head. I can already hear it. <laughs> I'm this, this game is so bad that for the first time it canceled my recording when we started talking about it. That's how bad this game is. <laughs> now I want to be note that I believe it was you that suggested we play this, Jeffrey. So this is all on you. No, this was um I think JP mentioned it like a few weeks back that he wanted to play it. Um, and I said we'll load it in after Super Lucky's after Super Lucky's <laughs> Tale and after um, what did we play after Super Lucky's Tale? Oh yeah, Luminous Avenger. That was mm-hmm. yeah. So I was like, we'll play it after. That, that. was and that was such a great game. So that like coming good. from that to this, it was like oh mm-hmm. oh, it was terrible. Exactly, it was pretty bad. So we do have a poll for it though. Yes. Oh, so we can talk about Let's that. Do so. it, JP. Talk about the poll. All right, so I wrote Switch Mania Playcast poll. We are playing Gigantic Army for the upcoming Playcast tonight, and we want to know if you played it as well. If you have, comment on your thoughts below, and we'll Uh-oh. read them on the show. Uh-oh. So we had inappropriate number. We had 69 votes. Mm. <laughs> um, so 15.9% said they have played the game, and <laughs> everybody 84.1% said that they have not played the game. And we did have a few comments, so... The first is from Dan M. Phillips. I picked it up, but haven't played it yet. Backlog is long. Keep it low. Keep it low. Uh, Alexis Papernot said, I don't know if it was because I was late when I started, but damn, it was actually really hard at first, even. Uh-huh. Um, even uh, Mochi is my dog said so. Definitely fun, though. And then they said, I don't know if it's intentional, but the little arm dance is one of my favorite parts. And being able to choose my type of weapon. I'm not sure what the dance was. Maybe okay. I, maybe Alexis can uh, uh, clarify that. So the arm dance, I think what they're talking about is when you aim, your arm like kind of does a move by itself, like against uh, like the rest of the body doesn't move, and it's just the arm oh. moving. Mm. Maybe maybe they're moving it to the to the beat of the game or something. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. What's game? No. <laughs> and that was that was all the comments. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's another thing. It just reminds me with the music when reading the text because it goes by so slowly. The music that plays loops really quickly and it loops <laughs> awkwardly, like it's not a smooth transition. So it's worth putting in there just to listen to this and listen to the terrible loop. I'm like, wow, this is this did not go through quality control. Oh. Poor VGNY in their first release for Switch. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, this, is, this is a sour taste. I can't tell you how quickly I, I started playing Trails after I finished this because I needed a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and once I told, because I was the first one to pop it in, I'm like, I'm done, guys. <laughs> They're like, what? How long did it take? <laughs> 30 minutes, and I'm not going back. <laughs> like, it's not happening. <laughs> so what are we playing next, though? Okay, so um, I know we've been alluding to doing some longer games, right? And mm-hmm. we really haven't all agreed on something. We're going back and forth for the past few days. Um, so I, I know it's good games, but Jeffrey's like, no, I gotta buy them. Yeah. You? So Barry Barry does the whole classic where he suggested five games I don't own, and I own over two hundred fifty <laughs> games. And he just he like does that. He's like, all right, let's do this game, this game. I, I, I'm, well, one of them we, we had talked about prior to, and but... I and I didn't read that that game, and that was pretty funny. Um, and I think. Um, that would be a fun one, and I'm I'm gonna purposely leave them vague. 
Um, we were talking about uh, a longer play session, which JP was shaking his head at, which was Dragon <laughs> Quest XI. Yes. Oh my god, no. no which, yes. which the demo itself is like 10 hours. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> um, but I like that idea because we could just keep that going for a while. Um, it'll give JP and an, maybe give it an hour. That'd be cool. Um, but you know, you can even you can even do it uh, like a demo play, and then say if you want to go forward. Even though I will say that the demo, as good as it is, doesn't even scratch the surface on what this game offers. <laughs> no, I know the game is good. I just will never be able to beat it, and yeah. I hate you, starting games that I just can't finish, you, and then I'm going to forget what I'm in. doing. It'll hook you in. Well, and, and my and thing is, not, it may hook me in, but I can barely find time to play. Yeah. It was hard enough finding time to play. Gigantic army, and not because of the quality, minutes. but because yeah. of the time. Because <laughs> um, my thing was, is in order to purchase the game, I had mm-hmm. to, I had to tell the wife that I would beat the demo, and I did. I beat the mm-hmm. demo, so I already had the demo beaten in nice. order to. But then, like right after that, I ran out of time, and I was <laughs> like, and then we start playing the next game. So I, I really have only played maybe eight hours past the demo, and mm-hmm. it's still not even scratched the surface. Eight hours past the demo? Yeah. And I haven't even scratched the surface. So (laughs) what's the the next game you were talking about? So I would say that would be a good option um, for a long play. Um, Absolutely. If we're doing multiple games. So that would be my thing. So I would like to start on that, and we'll just do updates or something. But that So people can play along with Dragon Quest XI, but that's not going to be something we're going to talk about in a week or a month because I'm going to be playing it for a while. Uh, Barry's already beaten it. No time, Barry. I'm, I'm going to be doing uh, probably Tokyo Mirage sessions while you do that as my long game since I already did beat Dragon Quest Eleven and was my game of the year last year. Yes, that was the thing, and Barry's already talked about it extensively. So that's an option. Um, however, JP, what's a longer game that you've been wanting to play? Me? Um, yeah. See, I, I purposely don't pick long games. That's the thing. It yeah. took me took me half a year to get through tales of vesperia yeah. last oh, year such a good and game. and i love that game but it's very hard for me to find time and then there goes like weeks where i don't even mm-hmm. have time to sit down and play so i i purposely don't even look at long games anymore and that's the problem um so i can't even say i have one on my list right now because so i sent yeah. you guys a picture of my bottom row of my collection which is the seven games on my bucket list to play in my collection. Mm-hmm. And those are just so can games. You read, can you tell us what they were again? So those games that I have are Egalos, um, Furwind, mm-hmm. which was just released, um, Ooh, Guacamelee, the ones you punch, which would be just probably the first one first, um, mm-hmm. The Messenger, which is like a... That was last year when Barry and I did an episode, and I said, that's the that's like the guilty game I feel bad for not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Momodora... Mm. Um, Monster Boy, which is, you know, mm-hmm. the spiritual sequel to Wonder Boy, and Ultra Core, which I don't think Barry has yet. He saw it no, his ship in it. Oh, mine. So. Yours hasn't shipped? Yeah. I, yeah. Did the, I did the Switch and PS4. Oh, so okay. I the wait. PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the ones that I have on my list, and I feel like they could go up. Those are the ones to take the place of another game in my top 30, you know, my top 40. Yeah, yeah meanwhile, I suggested some fantastic games, and he's which, all like, yeah. Which, like, two of them are on my bucket list to buy, <laughs> but they're still at full price, which was um, Damon X Machina mm-hmm. and Astral Chain. And I, both of those See, games I absolutely want to get. 
Mm-hmm. So, Barry, I, do you have uh, Furwind? Uh, Furwind, I did not have. It's coming, but I did not have it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's one of those you know, that I didn't well, we get did because I was hoping off that it was going to come physically. Mm-hmm. And, oh, like in America, and then I'm like, well, I'm probably not because you said no, and then I went to go buy it, and it was like sold out. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? So I oh. got it off eBay. So, so JP, beyond Wait, that, you went off eBay? Yeah, it Sorry. was only like 30, 33 bucks. So. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. Do you know what my recommendation was in the in the group chat though? No, I'm in too many chats. Shantae and the Pirates Curse. That's a good one too. Yeah, and especially with WayForward's uh, games. Ending tonight on Limited Run Games' website. Mm-hmm. Took the time. Wait for it, games. Mm. So we will put this. Let's put this ball, um, Barry, in JP's court. All right. So give me. You give me your top one game, each of you, and I will pick one. Go ahead, B. B. Airy. Um, <laughs> Make it pers- good. Personally, I, I'm going to pick um, the game we had talked about, which I know you own, and it was one we were planning on actually doing last year yes um at the end of the year but we didn't we didn't get around to it i like this idea how it is and that was revisiting arms yes. because we you know we played that when it first came out there's been a lot of updates we haven't played it in a long time and uh just going back and seeing what the state of the game is and and just mm. revisiting it and and really talking about it um i choose that because i'm still in the middle of trails three and uh or cold steel three and I'm fine with that because I know I can go and play a little bit of arms and I want to finish Cold Steel 3. So that's <laughs> is there goal. a story mode in, in arms? Yes, there is. There is. There is one now? There, was there, there one in the beginning? Was. Yeah, there was there one. Was one? Oh, okay. Yeah, I played it the first day it came out. Yeah, there was also <laughs> bonus modes, but they added new characters, new stages, new modes, and mm-hmm. and all that was like free updates. Okay. All right, all right. So Arms is one, and Jeffrey. So I mentioned all those games. I'm going to pick none of those. Um, okay. <laughs> cause I, cause <laughs> just to, just to throw a wrench I for like the, the listeners. Way you're going. <laughs> just to throw a wrench to the listeners. That's what I like to do. Um, but I am going to be playing some Dragon Quest Eleven throughout the next week or so to see if I can get back into it. Um, but okay. that won't be our game. But if, if listeners want to, you know, comment and play along, get to the game. definitely hit us Should up. the game's amazing. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Um, so my recommendation would be one that's in my top 40, and it's something that you don't even have to beat to enjoy. Um, Horizon Chase Turbo. Mm. We have not talked <laughs> about that game. No, we haven't. And we, we haven't really talked haven't about any racing. racing games. Yeah, we have well, not done a, Well, we haven't done a fighting one. No, we have arms. not. We no, haven't we have. done a racing one. Oh. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we could do both of those. Yeah, and we can do them in different weeks. <laughs> JP is like, I don't, I don't have time to play. Let's do both. <laughs> Those are easy to jump in and out of, though. <laughs> well, we definitely can do both, but we're talking uh, about not both in the same week. We're not doing How both do in the like same week. you like them apples now? <laughs> JP has no time to play, and he picks two games. <laughs> All right. That he won't get to. Um, so oh, I can't be there this week. How about whichever one JP picks, the other one goes the next week. Yes. Yeah, I would like to do both of those. But I would say just because I've talked with PM Studios, Aquarius, and I'm probably going to pronounce his name wrong, Barry Lights, who's the uh, composer, I say we do Horizon Chase Turbo. Oh, because boy. I bought the soundtrack even before I ever got the game, and that is a fantastic soundtrack. Nice. So I would say let's let's play that one. And then that's a one-week game, and I would say next week let's do then ARMS. Nice. Okay. That sounds yeah. like fun, and I'm gonna try to play right. as much Horizon as I'm, ex- I'm excited now because I only I, when we you know it finally came out and I played the first like two stages 
uh, courses, and then I just got busy with something else. But all right, I'm excited. And the, the reason why I didn't go with any of the games I mentioned before was because all of those games have a side-scrolling nature to them, and mm-hmm. I need a palate cleanser after we did Luminous Avenger, then this game. Yeah. Oh, Not only that, Army. those games are also... They're, they're, they are more time-intensive. They are. Mm-hmm. They, they are like, you no know, Metroidvania, you know, you're going to sink a lot of hours into it, right. and especially with you getting into Dragon Quest, you're Not once that story really gets ramped up, you're not going to want to put it down. Like the, By the end of the first act, you are hooked. Yeah. You are beyond hooked. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't have a full party yet, so I know that for a fact. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're still, still a little ways. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think we need a list of every single genre on the Switch, and our goal should be to cover at least one from each one You know, each year. Yeah. How are you going to do RPG then? No, I'm saying, like, if you do Dragon <laughs> Quest and you make that the background long game, that's an RPG. There's shorter RPGs. Yeah. There's Cosmic... Uh, was a Cosmic Star Heroine, which is like a 10-hour game. You have Smoke and Sacrifice. That's about a 10-hour RPG. So it doesn't have to be a super long one, but I think... I mean, we haven't... I don't think we've done a visual novel yet. Yeah. We, yeah, I've we, been suggesting We haven't done a lewd game. Like, we should do... <laughs> we should do everything. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm not a big my, fan of visual novels, so it's going to be a tough oh. sell on me. But Well, um, you know what? The ones I, I suggested are amazing. Yeah, yeah, I have not played visual novel games before, but... PM Studios put out a lot of them last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, uh, PQ put out a lot of them, and there's a lot of good ones. And I say we should play it because yes. you never know what we're going to end up liking. See, that's the whole thing: is you want to go out, like you want to go out of your comfort zone, exactly. and try something new. I, now, I will. I will have to say, in year one of the playcast, JP took me out of my comfort zone a few times, and we had back in 1995, um, and we had <laughs> we had a few few sour ones that were yeah <laughs> were pretty bad. Well, none of them all going to be good. What was the one that JP we really hated? Tumble Seed. That was me, too. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, my. It should have been good. Should have been good, but it's so good. It should have been good. Yeah. But you know what? I I really want to do I have not played the visual novel game ever, and I have so many on the Switch that this year, I want a reason to. I want a reason to be like, you know what? We're finally going to put one in. Like, I, I I actually really want to play Will. Yes, Will so good. Yeah. Will is so good. That was one of the ones I suggested, but but Jeffrey's like, no. Nah. Well, my, well, Maj- JP, I also want to uh, start vetoing yeah. him, JP, when Barry's already beaten the game when he suggests no. it because then he's not well, playing it. Well, that's the it. thing is, yeah, Barry, we got to change this up because every game I feel like you've already played, which is great. I'm glad you play games, but this is going to change now where you're going to be playing the game for the first time. What do yes. you mean? I played I played this for the first time. I played Luminous Avenger for the first time. <laughs> You're welcome. I played Hat in Time for the first time. You know, you know why that is, Barry? Because I kept vetoing all the stuff you recommended that you already beat. <laughs> how, how about New Super Lucky's Tale? Did you play that one already? Oh. Well, yeah, I did. Uh, 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 <laughs> Case closed. Jury rests. <laughs> no, did. no, you literally um, have have been recommending games. You're like, hey, yeah, let's just play this Dragon Quest Eleven that takes a hundred hours to beat. I've already beaten it. Though, no, you so I won't be playing. You're the it. one who put that one. I didn't. No, you were I saying that last year. I suggested Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which I have not played, and that's why I said yeah. I'm going to be playing. So, but you know, this is what's going to happen. He's going to play it now, and then in like three months, he's going to be like, we should do this one. Oh, I beat it already, though. <laughs> you know, that I gives me time it. to play the other games I'm doing, and then get like, ahead you know, of us again. I'm, I'm not a dungeon crawler kind of game, but Mary Skelter too. I'm looking at the case. I'm like, I've heard heard so many good things about that, I and I really haven't played that. I would play that kind of game. Yeah, and that's the one thing that's going to be tough though is if if it's a limited game Lim- that yeah, I didn't not everyone buy. Bought it. I didn't because yeah. I I definitely limit my purchasing now. Um, mm-hmm. So 
a lot of those visuals I don't have, stuff like that. So you may have to procure a copy for me beforehand. Well, was, like Will is not a limited run. No. Like that. No. Yeah. no, Will wasn't. I mean, that's kind of why with like Astral Chain and Damon X Machina, I'm waiting for a sale and then I'm going to get it and then we'll play it. That sale is going to be like forty nine ninety nine instead of fifty nine ninety nine. I mean, it can already do that at Walmart. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, even still, like Ma- uh, Mario and Zelda, yeah. I still haven't seen them drop ridiculously low. No. Yeah, and another the other visual novels I suggested was like AI. Um, oh, the Somnian file. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Somnian file. It's great, and I wish they put the Nonary games on on Switch. I would mm-hmm. love that because that is my favorite visual novel series, personally. But mm-hmm. like, there are some visual novels like AI that have actual elements. Uh, like Zero Escape has the escape rooms. AI mm-hmm. has the Somnium Dreams. Um, mm-hmm. Will Will is not as much a visual novel as more just a, a word game, word story game. But then there's ones like Stein's Gate, which are literally a visual novel. There's like very few selections to actually make. And in order to Let's get like the best ending, you actually have to like follow a guide. Otherwise, it's literally just push X. The whole game is mm-hmm. pushing X. <laughs> um, man, and it's and it's it is a slow. It's a long game too, but it's great. Is it as <laughs> slow as um? Gigantic Honestly, <laughs> the first the first three chapters are about as slow, and then after that, you can't put it down. Mm-hmm. It's a slow burn at the beginning mm-hmm. because it's all set up, and and there's a payoff like. They just announced on Gate Zero, uh, mm-hmm. getting, a, getting a Switch version uh, as an Elite version, and I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. But in, in honestly, like that game is more watching the the anime. You could honestly watch the anime and get the most, the, like almost the same story. But there's something about the end game decisions that you do have to do that, like you have to push X to to make the choice, and you just don't want to push X. Like mm-hmm. it, it psychologically gets into your head, like. I really don't want to make this decision, but I know I have to, but mm-hmm. I don't want to. Um, and that's really where the magic of that happens, at least for me. But it's a great game, but it, that is very much a, a novel, a visual novel. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it's like watching an anime, but having subtitles. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and it is, right. it is like Japanese voice, so that's why I said it's like subtitles. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a JP and Jeff... <laughs> <laughs> like JJ and Jeff, but JP and Jeff because Barry's already played it. <laughs> and then at Barry least, will be like, I'm trying to get ahead of other games on you. Yeah, at least I'm recommending games that are good. I'm not going to be like, hey guys, this game sucks. Let's totally play it. You know, I'm I, I, will, I will have to say after last week, I can't go back to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot anymore because it's just... It's um, starting to get a little monotonous for me. So I see a lot of what reviewers were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. It's just... I mean, I'm still at the same fight, and it's, eh, it's the same old, same old. It's it's unfortunately a miss, even though I love that story. Well, that story, how many times has that story been told, Dragon Ball Z? One time in the anime. No. <laughs> <laughs> and in twice, the manga. Twice in the anime, mm-hmm. because it was Kai as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, I haven't played a lot of the Dragon Ball games, aside from the Game Boy Advance ones, which are pretty mm-hmm. fun. Um, but... It's so many. it's just a lot of like the the gameplay mechanics are just a little bit too um, samey, and then the RPG elements are kind of tacked on and not RPG enough. 
mm-hmm. to, to make it matter. You re- you don't even really need to grind, really, because you're going to have to slog through enemies with too long a life bar. So, I mean, it's going to be tough for me to, to pop it back in, even though I want to, because I paid full freaking price for it. Um, and I could have bought Damon S. Machina or Astral Chain with that money. Um, <laughs> sad, sad panda. You want a good Dragon Ball so, game? So we should. Hmm? Was that JB? I was going to say, you know, you talk about what you could have bought. We should talk about what we got in. Yes. Good yeah. segue, JB. I'm just <laughs> listening and waiting. I'm like, how do I move this along? <laughs> he was. <laughs> that clock. Yeah, he is. Um, so I only got in a few things, as always, um, a lot less than <laughs> them two. Um, so first of all, I got in Dr. Kawashima's brain training. Did I talk about that last week, Barry? I think you did, but okay. I don't remember. Okay. I think we talked about it when you talked ago. about it two weeks ago. I didn't get no, it two weeks ago. No, you mentioned. Um, uh-huh. I just got it. I got it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been playing it now this week for the first week, so that's why if I did get it, I just got it. Um, but it's it's fun. Um, online, I did buy digital only Demon's Tilts Pinball. Um, mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, it supports vertical tape mode. However, it's backward from the pinball machine I have, the Switch pinball. So I have to play it like Wait, in its you lap, it upside down. Yeah. Oh, welcome to the podcast, JP. Okay. I did a whole review <laughs> if, on if it last week. you didn't miss last week, you would have known uh, that. <laughs> my, my Apple iTunes was down. Oh, um, but yeah, so I, I had to have to play it upside down because it doesn't rotate. Um, tape know. mode like it does in Pinball FX3. So um, I did uh, message the developer or tag the developer on Twitter, and he's like, "Oh, there's going to be an update where it's going to allow you to flip it the other way." So that's nice. good to know. So um, okay, so okay, I missed the last week's podcast, but how how is the pinball table? Oh, the the pinball table is amazing. It's awesome having a tactile button to play with the different pinball games. I mm-hmm. did I did realize that the Stearns pinball collection doesn't support tape mode. Um, oh, that, that's <laughs> really weird. Um, especially since they were talking smack when I tagged them on the uh, uh-huh. on, on my releases and everything, and then their game didn't even support tape mode. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so so that was one thing i did play donkey kong with it which is hilarious because that supports state mode um and a lot of shoot 'em ups um are compatible but if they have more than the three buttons which is l r and a and the joystick mm-hmm. um some of those games don't allow you to like map if you don't have four buttons for example so mm-hmm. like I couldn't remap the buttons correctly. So um, I'm gonna test every game though to see exactly which ones work with the uh, with the device. But it's super Can you fun. Provide a, a list afterwards, then, because I think that'd be really handy to have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So, yeah. So and I'm not gonna own every game that supports tape mode either, because a lot of the arcade archives games support it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have Donkey Kong, and it does work with Donkey Kong, so that's pretty cool. But that's two buttons. That's A and <laughs> move. Mm-hmm. Which you is, know, it's, it's funny when you say donkey kong my immediate thought was tropical freeze and i'm trying to picture how you're gonna play that in tape mode <laughs> amazingly that's how <laughs> yeah but so right now demons still i have to play upside down which literally has the thing upward like it's a standing upward <laughs> to the sky on my lap and then i have to hit l and r together because the the buttons are backward obviously because you're playing it upside down so I'm not mm-hmm. hitting them both together. Um, but the game itself is a spiritual successor to 16-bit pinball games like Alien Crush, Demon's Crush, 
or Devil's Crush, my bad. Um, and Jackie Crush was a Super Famicom exclusive. So it's like a spiritual successor to those. Really cool. Um, has a 16-bit aesthetic. Um, and I think it, it's a little expensive right now, though. I will say that. Um, I think it's $20 online. So it's a bit expensive. But I hope it does. JP's typing right now into the yeah. Okay, make it make it physical. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and then I also finally got in. Um, I did I actually didn't order this from Limited Run, but I got a copy of Freedom Planet um, from a physical member, and I've been meaning to get it. I think I didn't buy that because I have the Wii U version digitally, um, mm-hmm. but I definitely want that game physically because it's amazing. Um, nice. and then I also got in switch related, the switch player magazine, which has the first, uh, full double sided, like fold out mm-hmm. cover. They changed the spine now. It's no longer staple spine. It actually is like a printed in spine mm-hmm. and, uh, J- and, and JP's yeah. not in the magazine anymore. <laughs> I am not. That's correct. <laughs> I was like, JP's that, gone. That, that happened like a month or two ago. Yeah. Sad, sad JP. It's Okay. <laughs> They're only dead to him. It's no big deal. What? No, no. Paul no. <laughs> was. It was. It, if, uh, we must, if everyone must know, it, it was my fault. As Jeffrey has seen, I tend to fall behind a lot on things. No, and he does. It happened say. with Switch Player, and I felt bad because I started falling behind on the interviews and also on my collector corner. And no, he made he made the right choice. I don't want to ever be the reason to hold people up. So I'm I'm a big supporter. I'm still getting it. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not part of it as of right now. Now, now, where I feel bad for JP, honestly, though, is because you actually had some shit going on last year. So yeah. that kind of sucks yeah. that they pulled the they pulled I, the plug yeah. when you actually had some personal stuff going on. Like, like you had, to, still you, had to, you had to stop go like on the playcast for a while just from time perspective. That was yeah. it. Like, and now you're back because you have time again. Like, it's yeah, limited and, time and new family <laughs> stuff going on. So it yeah. never stops. But yeah, last it, year it was really rough. doesn't. I mean, I've I've ramped up at work now, so it's gonna be fun finding time to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. No time, Barry. What'd you get in? Um. I got and a keep couple it to, things. Keep in. it to the switch. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I like the I like the PS4 and the Xbox One, but switch me and playcast. Well, fine then. Damn, <laughs> JB. He called um, you out. No. <laughs> um, just for the well, well, when I well, called that other systems, it was like I only got like one thing on I'm, the Switch. I'm sorry, but you're like I'm playing Trails Three now, and I'm like, you know, it's coming for the Switch. I can't wait to play it. You played it already. That's that's gonna be a tough one to recommend without playing the first two, but yeah. it's doable. It is doable. Um, I could talk all about that as a whole new topic, but for now, <laughs> picking what I picked up, only limiting to the Switch to PSJP. Um, I got Romancing Saga three in. Ooh, um, I didn't get that Asian. one yet. I didn't. Mine just it. came in today. Yeah, nice. it just came in. Um, I got the Altier Dust Trilogy Deluxe Edition, which is also another Asian release. Nice. Um, Misplosion Man from Limited Run. Blazing Chrome from Limited Run and nice. Ghostblade DX from PlayAsia. That's what I got. Nice. <laughs> Mine are on a trip around the world. My uh, Misplosion <laughs> Man and Blazing Chrome because they sent it to the wrong address after I moved. <laughs> mentioned that, that before that recorded. Is you though, JP? I'll switch. <laughs> okay, what did you get for the other consoles? No, don't let him do it, I JP. Want, no. I feel bad now. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't mean to oh, call oh, you out. Oh, oh. 
Here nope, you go. Um, I, I, I got um, my list of what I got. <laughs> here you go, Barry. Um, I got Turtle Rescue Unwrapped for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Nice. <laughs> Which is a it's a limited edition. I got number seven. Nice. <laughs> there you go. There's the Oh, piece, I feel JP. horrible now. <laughs> go on, JP. What you did ruined you his day, JP. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I got Romantic Saga 3 like you did, Barry, from nice. Play Asia. I got Mary Skelter 2 from Limited Run Games. I got Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill Slaps and Beans, the strictly limited edition version. I got... Yeah, there's a retail in Germany version that has a different cover. And what's interesting is, I don't even think... You know what? So I'd, I'd have to go grab the case, but the strictly limited game ones that I'm holding now doesn't have anything in the case as far as I can tell. But the retail release actually came with a commemorative booklet. I, I think it may be all in German. I didn't open the case yet. But it actually comes with a booklet inside the retail version. So, so to so. me, JP, with that kind of thing, that's mm-hmm. almost something we got to annotate in the future because, like, that would be the version. I mean, of course, if it's not in English, that might be a detractor. It is in English because well, I, the game is in English. The book is no. That, that's what I'm saying though. Is like if the book's not in English, but like that would be a more complete release because it has a manual versus something that doesn't. But if it doesn't have English on the cover, then mm-hmm. some people want English on the cover, like Barry. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, the cover. I mean, the cover is English, but I, oh. the fact, like the text is probably not. I mean, hmm. um, you know, it says Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill slaps and beans. It's not in German. Uh, but the booklet itself that talks about probably the history of Terrence or of Bud and Terrence, I think that's all in German. I'd have to open it up to double check, okay. but yeah. All right, that, so I got that. That. Is, that is definitely something interesting to note, though, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you reminded um, me of another game I got, which you probably got too. So I'll which say. one? Uh, the Kemco RPG collection from Asia. Yep. Yep, I'll pull that out. Yeah, that came in. So my my Japanese one um, that everyone was wondering if the Japanese version will support English because it has. Um, I think slightly different games. There may be one or two overlaps. But Someone Japanese, said all four different games. It was all four? Okay. Um, it does support English. So it was very nice to get confirmation of that because even on, even though the individual games had supported English on the Japanese eShop, their release schedule on Nintendo's website still did not have a clickable link for the physical compilation itself. So people were wondering if that would support English. And somebody did confirm on Twitter to me today that it does. So both versions you can buy and enjoy in English. That's eight um, different games now. <laughs> I, yeah. I have a feeling there's going to be a second release in Asia yeah. and a second release in Japan. Because yes. Japan's actually called well, Volume 1. Well, so. in, well, in Japan, the, they have a PS4 versions that are up to like Volume 3 already. Oh, and, yeah, we got those uh, as limited run separate releases. Yeah. Oh well, you know, it's weird because... <laughs> I've talked with my contact at Kemco because we review their titles, so I have a contact. And I've always asked them, like, oh, are you going to be doing Switch games in the U.S.? And it's always, you know, there's no plans for a physical. And I'm just very surprised, like, this one, like, they would get two separate releases um, and then nothing in the U.S. And then they do, like, one title at a time for PS4 with limited run. And the only thing I could think of is, like, maybe they would go, like, the NISA route like they did with the psych, well, not not Kemco, but like how Psycho Collection came out in Asia, in Japan, different types of releases with compilations, mm. and then finally NIS does you know the the two that mirror the Japanese version. I could I could see NIS teaming up and doing like a compilation of Kemco games because they're not that big, um, and they they release so many of them. I mean, it's insane how many RPGs they put out. 
Um, What's interesting so, is the fact that the Asian one has an ESRB rating on the front and back, yeah, and it's not a sticker. That, yeah. yeah it. And it's also on the cart itself, too. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to open the case. Boom. Um, yeah, it's very <laughs> interesting. Even though the cart code is ASI for Asia, and the back is, um, you know, it's, actually the back really looks like a U.S. release. I mean, it's very hard to tell that it's not. But, yeah, that's it's interesting. I think people are looking into how how they got away with this, because this is the first Asia release that we've seen with a U.S. rating on it. Um, but yeah, so that came in too. Uh, I'm a little behind with certain of some U.S. games, but I did get in Tokyo Mirage Sessions uh, this week. I also got in the regular edition of NBA 2K20, because I only had the uh, like the, uh, the collector's edition, if you want to call it. I forget what the name of the 20th anniversary collection was, but um, yeah, I got that in. I got in. Oh, I also got an Umihawa Kurwasi Fresh retail version. And I'm going to tell you why I said retail version. And not a lot of people know this, but the inside inlay is actually different between the retail version and the one sold on Nicalis's website. Really? Yeah. Um, one had a map. Um, I'm trying to remember because mine are still sealed, but somebody had posted it when it came out. But one had like a map of the game. And then one, I think, just had, like, images of the game itself. Um, and that was the only difference. So it's interesting that they did that. Uh, so Amazon had it for, like, 23 bucks, And I was like, all right, I'll just buy it again. Um, okay. <laughs> I also got in Furwind. Um, and what's really cool about this is that everyone here will hear it first. I actually teamed up with the publisher in France. Um, they're called Avance. They actually sent me two copies. Um, I already bought it through Shop for Megastore. So I, I, they sent it to me to do an unboxing. I didn't know they were going to send me two. And since these are technically two duplicates, I'm going to be running a giveaway for both of them in the next week or so. So be on the lookout for that. You'll get a chance to win Furwind Special Edition. Mm -hmm. um, nice. The very last thing I got, um, I actually, this is something if you've seen in my collections and pictures, you see that I'm a big fan of this. But I like to get autographed copies of games because um, I want to make my collection more meaningful and special and unique. So... I reached out to Lunar Ray Games. Uh, he's the developer who did Time Spinner, and that got a limited release through Limited Run Games. It got a Best Buy version that just came, that had come out, and I asked him if he would autograph my case, and he did. So he signed the case. He actually sent me a T-shirt as well, which was awesome and a nice surprise. Um, so I got another copy of Time Spinner in, but hmm. it's autographed this time. And if did he autograph the case or the actual? No, delay? he asked me. He asked me what I wanted. I always I always ask them to sign the the sleeve itself and not the plastic yeah um absolutely. because this is a really sad sad video game story for jp but i had a friend um visit <clears throat> nomada studios who did gris and mm -hmm. he actually got the special reserve games box signed for me and so i put it up on my shelf looked pretty i was doing laundry and all of a sudden i started seeing condensation on all of my cases um, oh. even though I had a dehumidifier. So I go to the case, and I'm like, okay, it's a little wet. Um, and I just, I touched one of, actually, I touched two of the autographs, and right down the middle, just rubbed it off. Oh, and no. it sucks. So there's four autographs. You can still see it, but you can see, like, smudges, like, the streak now. Um, so I found, like, a plastic protector for another game I played in there, but I'm just like, oh, that sucked. So, um, um, so JP, if you would have, uh, we could reference an older episode uh, yes. when you were taking your break, and that was my time spinner was my game of the year for 2019. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah, you know, my. So JP's just rubbing were... it in, though, and I got to sign <laughs> you down. 
All I'm saying is I'm going to PAX and I'm probably bringing every single one of my games because I'm going to do my best to get so every one of his Switch games, all of them. Well, I my ultimate goal would be to have one game from every single developer signed. Mm, that's a good goal. I would like. It's hard, you know. Some of them are Japan based only, and unfortunately, I had sent the case of Cat Quest to the Gentleman Bros because they are in Singapore, mm-hmm. and they had said, "Yes, yeah, send it over," and it got lost along the way. It actually oh. delivered, but it somehow delivered to the wrong address in Hong Kong. It came back after like two months, um, and I was never able to get that one signed, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I find it fun. It's something different from my collection that you know makes it personal to me, and I like to just. To me, it's a way of like telling the developer, like I really enjoyed your game, yep. all the hard work you put in, and that's why if they, you know, if they ever want to add my, like, you know, say two JP as opposed to just their name, I'm perfectly fine with that because. I'm not looking to resell these. These are ones that I want to keep forever um, and have a story behind it. So those are all my games I got in, uh, along with Ghostblade HD and probably a few others that I put away on the shelf already. <laughs> and along Phew. with 100 other games. So it was a light week. But light week. <laughs> we, could, we could talk about next week because it's actually beginning of uh, February, but it's not that bad, actually. I'm looking at the, the release schedule that I put together, and it's a light week as of right now. Um, so when you're ready, we could talk about that. Yeah, jump into it. Go for it. Okay, so week of February 2nd, on Tuesday the 4th, if you missed Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger 9 from Limited Run Games, you'll get a chance nine. to buy it again from Best Buy. It's not 9? Is it just IX? IX? Oh, boy, I feel bad. <laughs> IX. So the Best Buy version is identical to Limited Run Games. There's no variant cover because this was a distributed title. Um, but if you missed out the first time, you'll have a chance to buy it at Best Buy. Also, we have Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game 3, coming out. Uh, we have Monster Jam Steel Titans in the EU. And what's interesting is that we're getting it on February 11th. So we're getting it like a week later. Um, I don't know why, but we are. Then on Thursday, February 6th, we're getting Code Realize Guardian of Rebirth, the Standard and the Collector's Edition in retail. And that is actually... It. Uh, I went through right before the playcast. I went through Amazon Japan and Play Asia, and I didn't see any releases there. As of right now, I don't believe there's any limited releases that are going to be popping up for pre-order in the, uh, the coming week. Uh, so it's actually a pretty pretty light week, which is not too bad. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, and then if people didn't realize, I am eight bit. Actually, surprise dropped a new pre-order uh, last week yeah. on. Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday. It was right. Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition. Did and you call they that phone number? Yes, I did. That is a weird number. It's a weird number. Real. <laughs> I mean, it first started off going like, "This is not a real number," but stay tuned for an important message. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Uh, <laughs> Things yeah, that are it, not real. Oh, the house you grew up in. The house the I house grew, I up, grew in. up in. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Hey, you know what? It makes it fun. Um, but yeah, that's open for pre-order for a limited time. I don't even think they said how long. I don't even know if they put a quantity this time. So it's very interesting. So that pre-order is up at IM8Bit. Um, and then today, The Missing opened up for pre-order at Limited Run Games. On Thursday of this week, we had Octahedron from Super Rare Games, which is actually... Um, I just have to let people know. There's only 4,000 copies, so they reduced their quantity starting with this one. And... Last I checked, it was already at 20% left of inventory. And this was earlier in the day. On their website right now, it's showing 
our remaining 19%. So it, it's getting down there, and it's a very good game. I think a lot of people may not be aware of this, and Jeffrey, I think this is actually could be considered like a hidden gem type yeah. of game. Oh, this um, is definitely one I pre-ordered because I, I yeah. saw it. Every time anybody announces a game or when you post something on a limited run or mm-hmm. super rare, I, po- I pop it in um, the, the game in um, YouTube and I watch trailers mm-hmm. and see if it's something I would like. And mm-hmm. this game definitely looks awesome. Yeah, it does. And I, and it's funny, like so many people are like, I don't know if I like it. I was like, well, did you try the demo that's on the eShop? They're like, no. And then they try it. They're like, oh, okay, that's good. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. I mean, Square Enix Collective actually had partnered with uh, Demi Monday. Demi, I'm going to pronounce the developer's name wrong. But to release it digitally, they actually it was through Square Enix Collective. Hmm. So um, I don't know if a lot of people know that. They weren't involved with the physical release, just the digital one. But even still, you know, having Square Enix, Square Enix's name attached to it, to me, I think is a good sign that it's a game definitely worth checking out. Freaking um, awesome. Also, you know, the... I'm, I wish I had it open. So also, earlier in the week, there was an email that went out for Strictly Limited Games. They actually already announced what their title is going to be at the end of February, which is very different than what they normally do, because normally they do it maybe a little less than a week ahead of time. They normally do it like two, three days before. So they actually gave people uh, very good advance notice, and it's a shmup game that a lot of people were looking forward to. And I'm stalling because... This is Royal. There we go. Okay. So that is coming. Um, to strictly limited games at the end of February. Um, yeah, so it's a light week, but you know, there's a lot of games that people could be catching up on, pre-ordering right now. So it's still still a busy time in in the Switch universe. It's always busy, and I I feel like this week was a pretty heavy pre-order mm-hmm. week because there were yeah. a lot of games that I wanted in this one too. So I'm like, man pre-order 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 and that's literally what i'm doing when i say like some of these games i haven't bought yet triple a and waiting for discounts because i keep supporting all these limited publishers with games that may or may not be available later and i'm like well i'm gonna get these and support these companies um at least you're only doing switch like there was like two vita games from play asia that came out this week and there's ps4 stuff and it's like oh my god to me that's still very interesting that a lot of the games from rather like a they do through play asia and these are games that have come out on the switch digitally with like no no word that they would be coming to the switch i'm like why wouldn't you just keep with play asia and just do the switch one at the same time it is weird yeah i think from a marketing perspective maybe they're just trying to hit the iron and strike the iron again after a little bit when when sales taper off interesting it's a shame yeah it's, it's funny it's like you know we're still getting vita games in asia and it's still like, oh, these games are on the Switch. Like, it'd be great to have them. And Play Asia, I mean, I, I love their collector editions. I love the pricing. I love the packaging. I love that, you know, they're very uniform. Um, and it's like, you could do more. Like, they don't even do once a month. Yeah. So it's just like, you could you could increase it a little bit. It's okay. There's there's enough games. We don't mind. So that's, that's my, my two cents on Play Asia that they should, or East Asia Soft, I should say, really. East Asia Soft, they should do a little bit more. Yeah, um, we'll give yeah. it time. They're probably milking it. They're doing the Vita. They want. They want to yeah. overshadow the Vita right now, and then when That's the Vita's true. dead, which will be in just a month or two. Now, like, all right, yeah. now we talked about way forward. Did both of you get all your pre-orders in at Limited Run Games because it closes tonight? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes, good, I did. Good, good. Yes, I yeah. definitely supported the way forward. I may not be getting the new one that they announced. The Vitamin it? Connection. No, the new one that they just launched on Limited Run Games. The missing? 
Yeah, I don't know if I'm oh. going to get them missing or not. Have you checked it out? Yeah, I'm not sold okay. on it quite. So I'm like, okay. it, that one may not quite do it for me, but I don't get every game that everybody mm-hmm. releases. But um. I do like to hear that you end up pre-ordering so much for the Switch, and I'm like, that's a really good sign, because I, I value your take on, on the quality of games and hearing yeah. that you're like, there's so many coming out that I'm pre-ordering. I'm like... That's that's great. Yeah, I mean, like that's mighty great Switch. That there's so many good quality games. I didn't realize I pre-ordered that many until I started to do the address changes when I moved, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got a lot. <laughs> um, it was yeah. So there is one news piece I'd like to talk about since it was from a couple weeks ago, and we really ran out of time a couple weeks ago, and then JP wasn't on last week. Um, yes. So there's something I read about, and I thought it was interesting. Do you guys? And this is something that would be a good piece. Um, do you guys think that Nintendo? in 2019 considered that their year of handheld focus because Mm. and and where i saw the justification was not only did they release the switch Lite, but Mm -hmm. also they released stuff like link's awakening a pokemon even luigi's mansion which the previous one dark moon was on the 3ds a fire emblem game plus this year and the third year is still going to be animal crossing essentially still around that time so it's interesting that it's all handheld, traditionally handheld focused games. We get. To- I completely disagree with you on that. Okay, with with that, you don't like any of those. Well, examples. first off, for, first <laughs> he doesn't like any of those like examples. Anything I just said. An- Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing started as an N sixty four game. Started had a game so did, game, and so did Luigi's had- Mansion. But Nintendo right. progressed them Wait, all. Wait, Animal Crossing handheld. was on N sixty four. Yeah, it was yes. Animal Forest on N64, Animal and then Animal Forest Plus on GameCube, the, and that's the one that wait. came over. Oh, okay, yeah, we didn't get it in the yeah, US. We didn't get it in America, okay. but it started oh. as an N64 But game. a lot of gotcha. those recent ones within the last generation were all handheld. None of them went to the Wii or the Wii U. Um, Animal Crossing was in the Wii. With a, gar- with a garbage version? Yeah. No, City Folk was not garbage. You're thinking of Amiibo Festival. Amiibo yeah, Festival, that, that one was, that was on the Wii horrible. Year. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but but City Folk was on the Wii, and that was a traditional Animal Crossing game. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Fire Emblem has been mainly console for in Japan. It's, well, even here we had GameCube and and we both got Fire Emblem games, and we yeah we got the 3DS. It was very big in, but you know for the most part, I wouldn't say it's a console or a handheld exclusive title. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon is probably the the biggest one that was normally a. a Portable exclusive, mm-hmm. but all the other ones. I mean, yeah, Link's Awakening Link's was a portable Awakening game, but it's Zelda. <laughs> it, you know, Zelda doesn't matter. It's it's all over the board. Um, yeah. Every console. So I don't I don't necessarily look at it as they were very focused on handheld. I think they were just focused on bringing out quality games, and I don't look at any of those as really like handheld only games, with the exception of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Yoshi's had portable games and and console games, but Yoshi games started as an SNES. Um, started as a console. You know, Pokemon was the only one of those games that actually started handheld. Every other title you mentioned started as a console game. Hmm. Oh, you just got served. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I just wanted to hear your perspective. Be back on the show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yes, absolutely. I'm going to. You know, I'm going to say what I feel, you know, and I disagree. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I disagree. I'm not saying hmm. you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm right. There's a difference. I didn't say that either. 
Yeah, because the Fire Emblem games definitely didn't start in the U.S. on the Game Boy Advance, which they did. But that's okay. In the U.S. Oh, yeah. wah, wah, wah. But they didn't start <laughs> as a portable game. Guys, guys, can't this all get along? In the U.S. For the Famicom. Now, now, I didn't create that article. I'm just referencing a um, a few articles that I read online. Sit, See, that I'm not that. disagreeing with Jeff. I'm disagreeing with the yeah. articles that he's reading. Yeah. yeah there you yeah. go. And I'm literally reading what they put forward. Um, even Luigi's Mansion was in Animal Crossing. All migrated from 3DS recently. And they they mentioned from the 3DS, not where they originated, which is what Barry focused on, which I did not see. Mm-hmm. I said that they all migrated from the 3DS. That's, you made me think of something though that I think is a good segue. Like yeah. uh, <laughs> so you talk about you talk about 2019 as the year of handheld. Do you find it interesting that the just announced Animal Crossing console, they're doing a special edition for the dock? I just call it the Nintendo Switch version and not the Lite. Because I would have thought that the type of players that are probably going to play Animal Crossing probably play on the go a lot. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's wrong at all or bad. I'm just saying like. I'm very surprised that they wouldn't take advantage considering that they've only had three colors and they had the Pokemon edition and that's it so far. And I think this would have been like a no brainer to kind of just pair it together. Honestly, um, (laughs) what animal crossing primarily is a console game with the exception of new leaf and wild world. Yeah. And I mean, JP, they uh, people will take their switch lo- switch portably. Yes, I mean, it's still a yes, portable system. <laughs> like, yes, it's still, absolutely. It's still absolutely. But I think it um, would have been a good. You know, I mean, we had the Pokemon edition in November. We're coming into March when this comes out, so it's November, December, December, January, February. It's like three months with not really anything to kind of push people towards a switch light, in my opinion. Well, uh, they get another pop tart. I. I another, d- I what? do, th- I do think though that um, it's kind of what Barry was saying at the end of uh, the 2019 episode that they're going to be focusing on the next console with like a pro version or something, which is where I think it's interesting. More so is that if they're doing a Switch Pro, why are they releasing another Switch regular? They, they just Animal came out and stated they have no plans to do yeah. a new console this year. However, they also said that last year. They always That's say that. <laughs> they always say that. They were not. So, they lie like M. Efforts. Yeah. So like, I, I don't, wouldn't put much stock in it. <laughs> it's like Richard Nixon putting out them hands. I <laughs> no I'm Switch a, Pro. <laughs> they they have to keep things to their chest. They're not going to come out and say yes, it's happening right now. They want it to be a surprise. Plus, and they you know want to sell consoles. Right now. Yeah, and again, yeah, if they say that they're gonna obviously, they're gonna kill their momentum with yeah. the regular Switch and the Switch Lite. Mm-hmm. They would Plus, rather if- have some bad publicity of saying, "Oh yeah, we just meant that," you know. What I mean, instead of, "Oh yeah, we're coming out with a new one," then everybody just waits until they release it. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but say they're working with NVIDIA and they say, oh, NVIDIA says, oh, you know, we're going to have an even more powerful chip if you wait till next year. They'll say, all right, we'll design it all and be ready for that for the next year. Then no harm. Look, we said nothing was going to happen. But if they can get it out this year, go, guess what, guys? Surprise. Boom. Here it is. <laughs> so we don't know. There's a lot going on. Yes, Barry's prediction might die. <laughs> yeah, my prediction, my prediction might die. You know what? That's fine. I, I'm notorious wrong. So, <laughs> we, I mean, you did say that in the prediction. There, like, I'm probably going to be wrong, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of a prediction. You know, exactly. most people's prediction videos are wrong because Nintendo does things that are very unexpected. How, if you ever watch Michael Pactor, he would say like a Wii HD is coming every year for like four years straight, and it never came. 
the Wii HD. That should have happened. It should have happened. It was logical, but it never did. Yeah, and I mean, my thing is, though, I think your prediction of the um, Breath of the Wild 2 launching with the Switch Pro is probably still going to be a thing, so they're going to push that back if they push back the Switch Pro, unfortunately. Which means they have to give us a Zelda this year. Yeah. Which is probably going to be a Wii U port of Wind Waker or Twilight Princess or something. Or both on one cart with one of them being downloadable. I hear. Oh God! Don't say, don't say that. Oh, I hate you. We lost don't, JP, don't so it's fine. <laughs> no, no, I'm still here. My my alarm just started beeping randomly in the house. Sorry. <laughs> JP's got I'm a fire I'm just trying drill. to see why it, why it's doing it. So you JP's guys get to hear me fire. what I'm doing. <laughs> JP's over there with a uh, falling yeah, apart on us. Yeah. Um. Everything's going wrong. Sorry, guys. This is real. Everything we're doing, live action. I want to hear hear JP falling apart. Here first, JP. JP lost his collection. Everyone, (laughs) it's just going to keep beeping for a while, folks. If you can hear it, (laughs) is it a carbon monoxide? No, it's it's our our alarm system. I think it's low. I don't know. Something. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm back. (laughs) All right. So, um. I think that's a good point to uh, wrap up today's episode. I know JP had a hard cutoff at an hour and 30 minutes, and since this podcast what? won't be that long since we didn't record it all. Since we lost everything we talked about, <laughs> all we heard was, today on Gigantic Army, JP liked it. All right. <laughs> and Barry has no comment. There's no comment, clearly. My whole comment was deleted. <laughs> and the whole intro of the game, what is about my comments on? <laughs> that, that, that was a conspiracy by the developer. They're like, oh, we're not going to let them talk about our game that way. Jerks. They are very they nice infected people. my computer, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where can we find them? Actually, we should talk about conventions really quick. Because yeah. we do have some coming up this month. This month, huh? What's coming up in, this month, well, JP? in February. What's February. coming up in February, JP? I'm going to PAX East for the first time. He's going to be passing out um, cards on the Switch Mania Playcast, everyone. So ask him for Switch Mania Playcast cards. And when he doesn't have them, smack him in the head. Send me some. <laughs> Send him oh some, d- listeners. I will Send say, though, some. I got to make new t-shirts. And Sarumaru, um, the cartoon design that he did, I asked him, I was like, oh, do you mind if I put it on the t-shirt? He's like, oh, not at all. I'm like, do you want to sign it or you know, put your signature? He's like, no, just let people know where you, you know, who, who made it. But I have that, and I've been working on some other new designs because I want to have one shirt a day, and obviously the goal is to make sure people know all about JP Switch Mania. So I'm very excited because I, I printed them or I ordered them, and I think the designs are really cool. And I made new business cards too, which is really nice. I think it'd nice. be interesting, Barry, that people are going to see JP and like they're not going to know who he is. Like some of them, Aww. and they're no the ones that don't, and they're going to look at him and go, "Do you have a picture of your face on your shirt?" <laughs> like, yes. Like, like, what kind of? Pompous? No. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm feeling bad about ordering this shirt with fans. <laughs> give, give them to fans. Um, actually, what's really cool is one of the shirts is actually my Twitter profile image, and then it says, like, my JP Switchmania at JP Switchmania underneath it, because I'm like, association. That's how it's going to work. <laughs> but there's, like, believe it or not, Barry, like, there were people hunting JP down last year at um, Midwest Gaming Classic, so he was surprised. So there, there's going to be a lot of people at PAX that know him. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, well, also the fact that uh, I'm, I'm, I know that some of uh, Switch Core friends and just people on the internet that I've been talking with are going to PAX East because of uh, 
being close to the location. Uh-huh. But I also for the past like year and a half, I've been talking with developers and publishers and PR companies, and a lot of them are going to be there. And I finally get to meet them face to face, and we've been talking through email or DM. Um, and there's actually some stuff I can't even share yet that's confidential. So once it gets officially announced, I get to help share that news as well. But it's going to be really interesting because I'm really excited to meet all the people that I've just been like getting to know over since I started this channel and finally being able to put faces to all the names and emails and whatnot. So to me, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Um, and I think it's just going to be a fun time because I'm actually going to be staying with PM studios. They, they're kind enough to host me because my original, uh, room, uh, fell through. Uh, so I'm, so I think that's just awesome. I got a chance to hang out with them and talk with them a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's going to be just a fun time. Cool. Well, when you hang out with TM Studios, tell them that I am a very big fan of Will, and I'm trying to push for the Playcast, and maybe they can, you know, put a call out to Jeffrey and be like, "Hey, Jeffrey, <laughs> like, like, blast him, like, play Will, you know, Wonderful World for the Playcast or something." While 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 JP's curled up on their chair sleeping, <laughs> like he did last year, Memo's Gaming Classic. <laughs> oh. Um, I also, do. I, I do want. I do want to get out to an East Coast convention this year, though. So. Yeah. What's up? What are you on to run by? I was going to say, I've been talking with um, a, the social media person at Special Reserve Games, and I'm thinking it might be a good idea to bring him onto the show coming soon. And um, he used to run on the shelf, if you remember, Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, his name is Soul on on Twitter. But I was thinking, and he was thinking too, maybe it'd be a good idea to have him on for, I'm sure we'll do, an anniversary edition of the Switch, because that's coming up in March. Yeah. Um, and I think it'd be fun. Maybe we can tie it into either the Messenger or one of their titles and also have him on so he could talk about the Switch and about special reserves and the games. And, and I think you, were on, to... you were on on the shelf for the anniversary the last time. Yeah, I, I would be on normally when they were doing it after a direct they would have mm-hmm. me on as a special guest. Um, and he's a great guy. And you know what? I'd love to learn more about special reserves as well. And I'm sure our listeners would also. So let's think about that in the coming week or so. And then maybe I could reach out to him and we could solidify that. Yeah, let's let's uh, try to get that to happen for the anniversary episode that we're doing. Awesome. For sure. Yeah, it's cool. going to be cool, cool, cool. fun. So um, yeah. where, we, where we can find us all, um, as always, this playcast is available at HagensAlley.com, as well as every podcast provider all across. It it populates into everything. Um, yeah. I'm available at Hagens Alley on Facebook, the Twitter, and on Instagram at Hagens Alley Books. What about you, Barry? I am at the Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. And on Facebook and YouTube at Nintendo Fuse. Yay. All right. And then for me on Twitter, it's JP Switchmania, the website jpswitchmania.com, YouTube, Instagram, and our Facebook community page that's up and running since November. Please join it. It's a lot of fun. I post a lot of the same things that are on Twitter, but we try and post some new content as well. Um, but yeah, if you want anything Switch related, just go to Twitter. I don't sleep. So you'll mm-hmm. probably learn everything you need to know about physical releases through my channel, which is a lot of fun. Um, and, yeah, that's where I am. JP's tirelessly posting craziness. Yeah. I, um, I have stopped. have we mentioned that um, our Facebook page for the Switch Minute Playcast is definitely live? Um, no, we need to push that a little bit. Yeah, yes. so it's definitely up there. Switch Mania Playcast, if you look that up, we have a page. It used to be the VGBS page, and we just migrated it over. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that way because there's already like a podcast community right there. Um, but yeah, we I, the episodes definitely go up there first before we start sharing it. That's where they get shared to when they post live. So if you want to be one of the first to listen to the Switch Mini Playcast, um, Ooh, the nice. Facebook page will be where it's auto-posted from HagensAlley.com. <laughs> and you get an alert before it goes into the podcast apps. So Nice. Yeah. And I think everyone should should uh, sign up and follow because that's Absolutely. definitely a, a very good Facebook uh, channel to uh, to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And um, I do know that JP and I need to get together and do a gleam um, to yes. do a giveaway because I got a lot of items here that were um, that were sent over that we need to do some Switch May Playcast giveaways. Um, yes. That's got to happen. I got items here. We need to we need to give away to all you people. We're gonna <laughs> be doing. The Switch Mania Playcast giveaway. Yes. It's going to be a good one. And, you know, speaking of giveaways, it'd be wrong of me not to mention that I have two going on right now. Only Absolutely. two. So it's not too bad. Um, the first one is for a new game that just came out on the Switch called Robots Under Attack. It's mm. from Dimitro Deribus, developer. Um, so I have two EU codes and two North American codes that I'm giving away. Go to Twitter right now. The contest is good until February 4th. The second giveaway I'm doing, I'm actually really excited about this one because I launched it last week, or earlier this week, and it's the first time I've ever partnered with Strictly Limited Games, and we are giving away to one lucky winner four of their collector's editions. So we're giving away Hmm. the Door Kickers Action Squad Collector Edition, Load Runner Legacy, Bubble Bobble for Friends, and their newest one, Xeno Crisis. So one person gets all four of those collector editions. Um, so that giveaway is going on right now. It ends on February 7th. It's the, it's the pinned tweet on the JP Switch Mania Twitter channel. So it's the first thing you're going to see. But just enter because it's a great giveaway, great company, and four great games. Awesome. <laughs> um, so thanks, everybody, for listening to the Playcast. And we will see you next week. Bye. Have a good one. Yeah, Horizon Chase Turbo. Yes, I'm excited. (laughs) 